This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Advocates are cheering the introduction of a Colorado bill that would create an office for missing and murdered Indigenous relatives. The Mountain West News Bureau's Robin Vincent reports it would put the state in the company of several others in the region. A look at the numbers explains the urgency. Federal data show more than four in five American Indian and Alaska Native women have experienced violence in their lifetime. More than half have endured sexual violence. Meanwhile, Indigenous women and girls face murder rates 10 times the national average. The office would work across jurisdictions and provide support to affected families. Democratic State Senator Jesse Danielson co-sponsored the bill. We looked at states like Wyoming and others that had established offices or task forces because the states in the Mountain West region that have already tried to work on the issue, I figured we could learn from what they've done. If the bill passes in the state legislature, Colorado would join Wyoming, Utah, New Mexico, Montana, along with multiple states nationwide. For National Native News, I'm Robin Vincent. The area of the Coeur d'Alene River Basin and Chain Lakes in North Idaho is contaminated with lead and heavy metals from a century of mining waste that has traveled downstream from the Silver Valley. A new study is looking at how the contamination impacts tundra swans. Steve Jackson reports. Lead contamination poses a risk to migratory birds in the area, including tundra swans, which can suffer intestinal, kidney, and reproductive issues. Now a collaborative effort is underway to measure where the swans are exposed to contaminated sediment and if their overall exposure to lead is decreasing due to feeding in some wetlands that have been cleaned of the toxic metals. The Coeur d'Alene tribe is involved in the study in part because of the importance of the swan to their culture. The birds actually help proliferate an important tribal food, the water potato. Restoration coordinator for the tribe, Rebecca Stevens, says the swans perform what is called scarification to the potato seeds, which breaks through the seed shell to allow water in. And so as they feed on water potatoes, they're actually helping to disperse those water potatoes, which are very culturally significant to the Corlean people. Results of the sampling are expected to be released in a few months. For National Native News, I'm Steve Jackson reporting from Spokane. Haskell Indian Nations University women's basketball team secured a spot in the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics Tournament. The team will travel to Kentucky to face their first opponent. Rhonda Lovaldo has more. With March Madness underway, there is one Indigenous team set to make their appearance in postseason play. Haskell women's basketball team watched a live bracket reveal to see what team they would face. Seated Indians of Haskell. Number one seed, Thomas Moore University. Senior Tiana Gullery spoke on how the season has been. It's really exciting, and I think a lot of us are really grateful. Um, We have a tremendous coaching staff that's believing us since day one. Um, They do a lot for us, and as a group, um, we really worked hard for this. First-year head coach Adam Strong talked about how his team not only plays for their school, but they play for all tribal nations. Here at Haskell Indian Nations University, uh, our women's basketball team plays for Indian country. They play for Indian nation. They play for something, you know, bigger than themselves. So it's something that we very, take very, you know, seriously that we are representing. The team will play their first game on Friday. This is Rhonda Lovaldo for National Native News. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the National Indian Child Welfare Association, dedicated to the well-being of Native children and families. News and information on NIQA, as well as how you can show your support at NICWA.org. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.